0: Running down my ingredient list in my mind, I pushed the grocery cart towards the back section of the store to where the eggs were kept. I needed five dozen, then I could be on my way back to the bakery up the street. Sugar and Spice was small, but it was mine. All that I had besides my daughter Candace, who would be ten in August. Her father had been my first and last crush. A dashing senior, Mark Reynolds, had been the star quarterback at Union High School. I became smitten with him when I was a sixteen-year-old junior. I'd been entranced by his bright blue eyes and easy smile, which were always framed by his shaggy brown hair and his carefree approach to life. It seemed when he smiled, things fell into place for him. Case in point, when he showed signs of struggling in history, a smile was all it took for me to offer my help. Over time, those study sessions drifted into makeout sessions, and then more. He had seemed so sweet to my naive self. I never questioned it when he suggested that we meet at the old library downtown. I thought he had an honest concern about the noise volume. I understood when he had practice or a game and didn't have time for real dates. It was exciting when he'd drive me home from the library, taking the long route through the park. In the back of my mind, I had known his touches should not have been so exploratory, but they made me feel alive or so I'd thought at the time. Our so-called relationship had continued, with secret touches in the hallways and stolen kisses under the bleachers in the spare moments before practice, kisses that always had me melting under his spell and left me blind to his rough dismissals when he'd tell me I would distract him if I stayed to watch. That spell had been shattered when I started experiencing flu symptoms that wouldn't go away, and my father took me to the doctor. "'Imagine both of our surprise when the doctor had come in with the news "'that I was going to be a mommy the last five flats of eggs from the cooler "'and was turning to put them into the cart when, without any warning, "'I collided with someone and found myself wearing five dozen eggs. "'Oh, my goodness, miss, I'm so sorry. "'Here, let me help you,' came a rich voice with a slight southern twang to it. "'Whoever it was, he wasn't a local, that was for sure.' I felt the cartons being lifted away and paper towels being pressed into my hands, so I used the towels to wipe the egg off my face. Thanks, I managed to get out as I wiped the egg bits around my chin, trying to avoid getting any in my mouth. With my face somewhat cleaned up, I looked up into the amused azure eyes of my would-be assailant. Trent, he introduced himself with an outstretched hand. His other hand held a bouquet of beautiful daisies. Lacey, I replied. I was unable to keep the nerves out of my voice as I teased. The flowers aren't necessary. This will clean up easy enough. I'd come a long way with my self-esteem, and could now admit that I was good-looking, with my grassy eyes and raven-black hair cut into an attractive swing bob, but I continued to be wary of physical advances from men. You could say that Mark had ruined my ability to trust in men in general, except for Daddy, of course. "'Well, Lacey, it's nice to meet you. "'Let me apologize again by offering to pay for the broken eggs,' he said. "'We shared an awkward chuckle, and I was tempted. "'My usual routine was to donate the supplies for the bake sales "'since I didn't buy any of the finished products to take home. "'It was ironic that while I loved to bake, I did not have a sweet tooth. "'That was the most probable reason why I was still a size ten.